0: Well, good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you are in Blog Talk Radio land. And thinking that we extend way out in the Internet, it could be in any time zone across the world. And thank you for listening to the Dr. Fred Says show for the last several years as we do exactly that, and that's get out to the audience that's listening to Blog Talk Radio around the world. And we talk about the state of health in the world today. And it's Dr. Fred Valdez, who is mainly the speaker today, and he is talking about essential oils today. It's for the person who's thinking about using essential oils or they've heard about them and they don't know too much about it. He's going to cover the top ten essential oils that would be really wise to begin with, and he's going to explain why. So just to introduce him to you, Dr. Fred Valdez is from Miami, Florida, United States, and his background is emergency medicine. He teaches now part-time at a medical school that's close to Miami, and in his love of complementary medicine, he has in his team doctors, chiropractors, therapists, alternative health care practitioners, and professional athletes. And so on that note, I'm going to pass the call over to you, and it's going to be a very interesting call. And good morning, and we hope you have a great call there, Dr. Fred Valdez. Well, thank
1: you, Denise, and, and uh, this is a great topic today. You know, we have on a lot of the. Uh, Shows and essential oils, and we have detailed pale individual oils and what they do. And you know, I usually like to quote scientific studies and so on. And you know, there's a lot of research on you know, essential oils that's been going on. That's very, very positive. And today, what I what I like to do is, you know, for the beginner uh, on essential oils. You know, it's something that maybe 10, 15 years ago was a little bit on the fringe. You know, some some holistic practitioners uh, were using oils and so on, but it was not part of mainstream. Maybe it's, it's still not there, but it's really, really gotten uh, pretty close, if not uh, touching now on the mainstream level of, of, of awareness as far as essential oils. And, and there's a reason for that. A reason for that, is, like I've mentioned in several shows, is that uh, you know, 20, 30 years ago, again, uh, essential oils were on the fringe, uh were used by some uh, holistic practitioners and so on. But since then, uh, there's been a lot of uh, actually very, very well-done studies, clinical trials that have demonstrated uh, that there is, yes, there is a benefit uh, of essential oils when used uh, correctly. And essential oils, uh, for those who maybe listen for the first time or whatever, you know, their use goes back to thousands of years. You know, we have references from essential oils all the way back in the Bible times and and the old Egyptian times and so on, Uh, and, uh, and that's all they had at those times. To treat conditions and so on, Uh, but but again, it has evolved now into what's what's uh, projected to become. uh, I believe it was a 62.4 billion with a B dollar industry. By the year 2019, which is just around the corner, Uh, so you know all that said, we like to do a guide. If if you're a first-time user for essential oils, if you don't know, you know this is a jungle out there, and there's so much information on the internet, and a lot of times you don't know, you know what is true, what is not, and so on. You have to be very specific when you uh, Google stuff and when you go to websites and so on, because anybody can publish anything on the internet, and it may or may not be true, or, or may be exaggerated. And so on. So this is what we like doing the show. We like to just clarify and give some solid, uh, a solid foundation for those who are considering using essential oils. You know, which ones are you going to get first? What are they for? And so on. So, uh, and, and this is uh, by the way not my opinion. You know, you know, I did some research, and pretty much a lot of the, the holistic practitioners that uh, that know essential oils very well. This is uh, pretty much they were all in agreement that this is the first. 10 uh, essential oils. And, and the way I look at it, Denise, it's like if you have a, a first-aid kid at home, you, you know, you buy a first-aid kid, and you see, you know, band-aid changed a little this, a little that. Well, guess what? Any first-aid kid at home should include this 10 essential oils. Simple as that. Uh, and then how to use them correctly that we're going to touch on that a little bit today. So all that said, let's get into it. And, you know, drum roll, number one, and this is not a surprise whatsoever, Number one is lavender. Uh, the the fancy name for lavender is lavandula uh, and or lavandula officialis, okay? But it's, it's called lavender. Now, lavender, I have a lot of memories uh, from lavender. I, I, I was born in Cuba and raised in Cuba as, as a kid for a while, and the lavender was used by everyone. You know, they had, they had lavender cologne and all that, but of course, you know, the colognes and stuff like that they didn't... They, they use, a, you know, just a touch of a lavender scent, and some of the oil and so on. But it was very, very common, very popular for perfumes and colognes and stuff like that. So, uh, but uh, there's a lot more to than lavender than that. Uh, so if, if you plan to have one essential oil in your house, you make it lavender. That's number one. It's been used for home care uh, purposes for thousands of years. And it's one of the most versatile uh, essential oils you can get. Uh, When it comes to therapeutic uses of lavender, you can apply it topically to alleviate, you know, skin rashes, acne, insect bites, and so on. It's also a very effective disinfectant for cuts and and scrapes and all that. But it's also a very common oil. You know, it can be used, uh, you know, if you have have kids uh, that have trouble sleeping, whatever, you, you can sprinkle a few drops of lavender on the pillows, And it definitely will help him sleep. You can actually apply lavender to the bottom of her feet uh, in complete safety, you know, and and, uh, it actually calms the nurse down a bit, helps him to sleep. And again, folks, this is not just folk tale anymore. Uh, everything I'm going to mention here is, is actually being detailed in quite a few number of studies and, and a growing number of studies that are being conducted at this time. So, And, and uh, lavender, you know, sometimes I use lavender just, just instead of cologne. You know, I, I have stopped using uh, men's cologne for, since we introduced the oils because I found the, the oils, I can actually get the health benefit from the oil, and, and, and it smells great. So even just in the smell part, uh, if you're a guy, you can use it for, for cologne. Uh, So uh, also you can add lavender oil to the water that you use to to freshen up your living space. You can put a few drops of lavender in a small bottle with water, you know, uh, 10, 15 ml of water and spray, and it just pressures the whole room. It's really, really fantastic. Toilets, bathrooms, and so on. Number two. Number two, again, probably one of the most commonly known oils, and there's a lot of history. You could probably do a movie on this oil alone because uh, you need to go back to Captain Cook uh, discovering this oil in Australia. I mean, there's a lot of folklore behind this oil, a lot of stories, and it's called Tea Tree. Uh, Tea Tree, also called, uh, the fancy name is Malaluca, okay? And uh, as a matter of fact, there's a health company called Malaluca. Everybody's heard of it. Uh, Name after this, okay? So this is one of the most beneficial and useful essential oils to have on hand. Uh, uh, it's, it's been called by many a medicine cabinet in a bottle, and that is that is really pretty much true. Uh, it can be used to treat almost any common ailment. Uh, athlete's foot, dermatitis, eczema, acne, cold sores, uh, nail fungus, warts, uh, insect bites. You know, it's still summer, and uh, now we're talking about the Zika virus and the mosquito bites and all that. Uh, it actually not only uh, is it good for insect bites, it actually repels. Uh, uh, mosquitoes, okay, so you can put a few drops on a diffuser, for example if, if, you, if you're in South Florida uh, and you've been keeping up with the news then you know about the Zika virus you know, transmitted by mosquitoes and so on well, you know, we have all the different things to repel mosquitoes it's better not to have them bite them to treat the bite, of course uh, and, and, you know, you put a diffuser with some water and 10-15 and drops of Maluca oil, it actually helps keep mosquitoes away from you, from biting you so that's just to name a few. There's a lot more uses for maluca oil or, or also called tea tree oil. Uh now number three, we did a whole show on this oil and I really, really love it. As a matter of fact, right now I have my diffuser with this oil in it, uh, creating the, the fantastic smelling mist and it makes you feel good. It's a fantastic oil. Uh and it's lemon. Uh citrus aluminum, okay? And and it's one of the best essential oils for home use. Uh, it has a lot of different applications. Uh, you know, just a few drops uh, added to olive oil, for example, makes, uh, and I know this is not a healthy thing, I mean, it's not, it's not a health-related topic, but it, it's a few drops of olive oil actually makes a, a gorgeous furniture polish. You know, polish your furniture with, with this, and it's fantastic. If you look at ingredients, some of the the furniture polish uh, uh, products in the market, you you find that they contain lemon oils and stuff like that. We've known that for a long time. So how do you use it for therapeutic use? Well, you add a couple of drops to a glass of water and gargle to relieve that breath. Uh, a few drops uh, to shampoo, you know, to alleviate dandruff. And you know, dandruff is a it's a multi-million dollar industry. Use constant C S and T.V. Since I was in college, uh, in high school, you know, for dandruff, right? Uh, so you can. This is one way to t- treat dandruff. That's really effective. Uh, you can actually blend it with anal gel and it acts as an antimicrobial uh, sanitizer. Uh, but you know, also for for immune system support, it's a fantastic uh, oil. You can add a few drops of lemon oil to a glass of water, and you hydrate. Uh, it, it, not only does it make the water, you know, taste uh, fantastic, you know, more lemony, uh, but but it's a fantastic uh, support for the immune system. So you can do that, this on a daily basis as you hydrate. Now, number four, and we don't want to, you know, it it's, can get carried away with one oil, but the show would last, uh, you know, over an hour, or two or three, and uh, you know we're, we have a time constraint here a little bit. So peppermint. Absolutely fantastic, and you know it's curious how we found out about the benefits of peppermint uh, came from a source that you wouldn't think of uh, it was years years ago uh, they i forget the name of the university, but they did a study on peppermint uh candies i mean the christmas candy, the little cones for Christmas uh, that make with peppermint, right they found out that the people who who ate these candies had uh, less issues with stomach problems, you know, uh, stomach acidity and so on. So they found out that this peppermint was actually beneficial for you. Uh, so, but of course, we have peppermint uh, oil, essential oil, peppermint essential oil, which is really, really uh, unbelievable. Uh, now, one use here, uh, you can massage it on your abdomen with a carry oil, uh, a few drops of peppermint essential oil to relieve stomach cramps and queasiness and so on. So if you travel, if you go on a cruise, whatever, this is one of the oils you want to take with you. Uh, now, if, if you have pets, if your pet has a tick under the skin, uh, a drop or two of pure, undiluted peppermint uh, oil uh, will will draw the insect out so it can be eliminated. Okay? Uh, you can blend it with pine and some eucalyptus oil and so on as a carrier oil. Uh, it's great to apply to the chest and throat. For coughing fits, if you're coughing, uh, you know, peppermint oil is really, really phenomenal. Uh, it helps relieve bronchial congestion. If you have a cold, you have a flu, you are it. A drop or two in cool water makes a fantastic, great, soothing uh, drink. Uh, and and uh, also for your feet, overheated feet. If you work working your feet a lot, you can rub uh, pure uh, peppermint oil on your feet, okay, and it's going to make your feet feel a lot better. And, of course, it's also an application for cleaning your house. And, and you know, when I say clean the house, folks, cleaning your house and keeping your house bacteria-free, it's, it's also a way of maintaining your health. You know, health, when we speak about holistic health, it's not just about treating your body. It's about treating your whole environment. Creating a healthy environment will will decrease the incidence of conditions and diseases. So, uh, you know, it's something you can do with your house and your car. You know, sometimes I I spray some of the the peppermint oil in my car right in the air conditioning vents. I do the same thing at home uh, because it kills the bacteria that builds up on the vents. and, And it makes the car, by the way, smell fantastic. I love the smell of peppermint oil. Now, here's another one that I use. Very pretty much the same way. Eucalyptus, okay, number five. Eucalyptus, uh, you know, originally from Australia, uh, and this, is, this oil can be recognized by the scent. You know the scent of eucalyptus? And we did a, a show on eucalyptus that was really fantastic. I have a lot of memories about eucalyptus trees and how good they smell. Well, it's, it's a disinfectant ideal for spraying your kitchen, your bathroom, uh, or you can diffuse uh, the oil in your bathroom to eliminate germs. And odors. So, absolutely, uh, it's an antibacterial. But the, the same, uh, another use of the soil uh, alleviates the pain from fibromyalgia. And fibromyalgia is a condition, uh, it's an impl- in, inflammatory condition that affects a lot of people in this country. Uh, and we have very little uh, answers for that from mainstream so here's another weapon to the arsenal that you can add uh, for fibromyalgia you can rub it in the affected area a few times a day and complete safeness folks and and uh, you know one of the things I say with things like this there is no downside to this okay uh, if it gives you just a little bit of relief great if it doesn't give you no relief by some chance you didn't, you didn't lose anything there's nothing to lose here it, it, it's, it's all uh, an upside uh, thing here So uh, eucalyptus and, you know, fibromyalgia, I mentioned that because it's a condition that can be very painful and affects millions of Americans uh, uh, and and North Americans, uh, you know, uh, every day. Now, number six, uh, clove, uh, you know, I I know we think about uh, cinnamon and clove for cooking, and it's in the family of of cinnamon. Uh, This oil has been used for dental issues for centuries, okay, and it's one of the best treatments available for toothaches, gum disease, cold sores, and canker sores, okay? A canker sores is the same thing as a cold sore, a little bit more uh, pronounced. Uh, now, this, this oil, folks, and again, here's a word of caution, it should always be diluted because it is very strong, okay? So it should only be used with proper uh, use, especially with people with sensitive skin. If you have sensitive skin, absolutely, you should dilute this oil, with a carrier oil. I and, mean, you know, one of the, the best carrier oil is coconut oil. We're not going to talk about coconut oil today, but it's, it's really the best carrier oil, coconut oil. So uh, what do you use growth for? Uh, and I won't even intend to pronounce the scientific name. It's the guineum myrometinol. Okay? <laughs> you got it. Uh, so it's good for athlete's foot, uh, for heat rash, for wounds and cuts, fungal infections, again, insect bites or stings, and bruises. And now, earaches. Uh, you, you can pour the oil on a cotton swab uh, and gently, very gently, uh, touch. Just touch your ear canal. Ne- never poke your ears with anything, a uh, key or anything like that. That's, that's stupid. You can put it, touch it very gently with a, with a cotton swab, and it's a great, great relief for earaches. Now, number seven, one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, little folklore stories here, you know, all my years from school, you know, uh, with the stress and all that, one of the things that I did on a constant basis uh, was drinking chamomile tea. Uh, I love the the taste of chamomile tea, and it, it's something that's been used for thousands of years. It's definitely proven to to have a calming effect since the Roman times. Okay, uh, so uh, used for to to quiet those, those uh, the the frayed nerves and uh, you know high stress levels. Uh, now used topically, uh, chamomile can be used either diluted or or, or straight. Okay. So it's, used, it's good for what as far as your health is concerned. It's good for boils. You know, it's good for any kind of uh, acne, boils, and dry skin. Yeah, that, that's that's something that uh, I I was not really aware of that it really provides uh, help uh, when you have dry skin. You you can rub it in any any part of your body. And the skin, it's a fantastic oil. Eczema, dermatitis. So any kind of skin conditions is great for that. And acne. You know, most oils are are, are great for acne. And again, be and stings from wax and so on, cuts and bruises. Uh, and you know what? You can make tea. You can make green tea, regular tea, whatever, and, and you put a, a couple of drops of chamomile, and, and it's just absolutely something that, that's just fantastic. You can take it internally. You can do it externally. So, again, uh, you know, before bed, you you, you want to have a good night's sleep you you put a few drops of lavender oil on your pillow for example put a few drops on the sheets of, of the lavender oil then drink a cup of chamomile uh, tea with with a, or, or regular tea green tea whatever with a couple of drops of chamomile essential oil and it will give you a, a really really good uh, quiet uh, night of sleep now drone roll number 8 again one of the most uh, researched and studied oils in the world and, and again biblical references and so on and so forth is uh, frankincense. Uh, frankincense, folks, was found in, in King Tutankhamen's tomb. So, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's oil that has been valued for thousands of years. Uh, it, it's safe to say that uh, this substance has been valued for quite a while. You know, oils at one time uh, were used as trade. It's a great, great value. So frankincense has a lot of uses that we don't have time to to cover today, but again, uh, acne, warts, uh, uh, cuts and bruises, boils, uh, scar tissue is great for scar tissue. Matter of fact, there's a couple of uh, uh, trials that have been done uh, where the, the the recovery time, you know, the, the diminished scar tissue uh, post-op, post-surgery, uh, cysts and insect bites. Uh, so frankincense, and, and of course, you can use it as a diffuser to calm a whole room. You can put a few drops in the diffuser and have that mist, uh, you know, uh, treat the whole room, and, and it really calms your nerves as well. Uh, now, grapefruit, being from South Florida, I'm very familiar with grapefruits. You know, I used to have a couple of trees, grapefruit trees in my backyard. Yeah, grapefruit has a lot of fantastic uses. So grapefruit essential oil, uh, lymph nodes, oily skin, hair, cellulite, acne, And it can be used as a deodorant. You can actually add a drop of uh, uh, grapefruit essential oil to baking soda and water and apply it to the underarms with a cotton ball. And it works better than any expensive deodorant you you buy in the market. And then last but not least, number 10, oregano. And, you know, when I say oregano, if you're Italian, you think about pasta and you think about using oregano to cook. It's great to cook. As a matter of fact, you can use the oregano essential oil to cook. But oregano is one of the strongest antifungal, antibacterial oils known in the world. Okay, it's very, very strong. Uh, oregano has been used for fungal infections. It's been used for bruises, athletes, food, uh, uh, sprains, uh, arthritis pain. You can do it topically for arthritis, uh, fibromyalgia, tendonitis, uh, cysts, warts, and so on. Uh, one uh, key, with, uh, also used for candida. Uh, by the way and shingles you know we were just talking about shingles in my lecture last time during class uh you know from the family of uh you know herpes shingles uh, all the poxes is in the same family and uh, again the medications we have for shingles are you know uh not really that efficient in many cases uh same thing for herpes so here's something you can use uh, topically to, to treat these conditions. So uh, oregano, and uh, word of caution also with oregano, it's very, very, very strong. So uh, when you apply oregano, uh, and this this is for all oils, folks. Uh, you know, if you use your hands, uh, of course, be careful. Don't touch your eyes and don't touch your genitals uh, because it, you you will feel it, okay? Uh, but especially oregano. Oregano is a very, very, very potent very strong oil. Uh, If you have sensitive skin, you should diffuse it with a carrier oil like coconut or something like that. So those are the 10 oils that you can get on a 1st aid kit uh, for your home and and treat the whole family for a lot of different conditions. Now, this is a good time to add, and I forgot to do it at the beginning of the show, we always have to say that, folks, that none of the products that we talk about here are meant to treat, diagnose, prevent, mitigate uh, any diseases. Or diagnosing diseases, uh, but of course that's just compliance. And our company, our prime company, is a very compliant company with the FTC. We have to do that, and we have to say that. But all i said, folks, again, let me let me reemphasize this point, and that is that the number of studies, clinical, serious clinical trials on a lot of these oils, uh, has been growing tremendously over the last 10, 15 years to the point that now there's a lot of companies trying to get in the bandwagon with oils because they know that it's going to be more and more and more very fast part of the mainstream uh, uh, medical uh, uh, industry. So uh, so that leaves us with the final part of the show. And, uh, and, of course, we have to say this. Which oils are you going to buy now? Okay. Well, you know, you want to buy something that's pure. You want to buy something that's proven. You want to buy something that's going to work at the cell level because oils work at the cell level, and they penetrate. You want to buy an oil that has penetration, and that has gone through a a vetting process that ensures where the oil came from, who the vendor was, what the sources were, and so on and so forth. And they're backed by a team of scientists packed in the same plant, and that's what we got with a, a male division of essential oils From our company, our current company, CJ International, Uh, folks, there's no other oil on the market like it. Uh, And this is published. This is not my opinion. Uh, We are the only company that carries clinical-grade oils. Uh, That's that's the same grade that was used in the studies and so on. Uh, And we have a, uh, it's called CERT-5. It's a vetting process that includes five further steps to ensure that you know the the crops are done at the right time. That the vendor is is consistent with with uh, practices that, that that are top of the market, top of the line. So all those things, and now all that has attracted some of the top top authorities in the world on essential oils. Uh, one of those is in our advisory report, uh, Dr. Pinwell. He's a he's a medical doctor from France who for 40 plus years. Uh, is one of the world's authorities on essential oils. He was attracted. The company didn't buy him. He was attracted for a company because of the quality of oils that we have. And along with him, we have two or three other people uh, on the advisory board. They're totally well-known worldwide uh, in the essential oils industry. So, uh, Denise, that's a short for today. I'd strongly recommend as we approach pretty much the end of summer and we'll soon be getting into, you know, Uh, the fall and uh, the flu season and the winter and all that. Get your first aid kit. Get those 10 oils. Have those 10 oils at home uh, from uh, the AMEO Division of Seager International. So if you have any comments, I'll pass uh, the show, the mic, the phone, back to you.
0: Well, thank you. That was all very pragmatic, interesting information, and I I hope that many people put that information to use, because yes, it's It's a wonderful kit to have. I mean, I think about where I live up in Canada, there's mosquitoes everywhere. (laughs) I mean, it's... In summertime, the <laughs> minute that that there's a combination of water and sunshine, there's going to be mosquitoes. And, you know, they don't like essential oils. <laughs> so it's it's no, a nice don't. little uh, thing to know. They really don't. <laughs> I haven't tried the black flies yet, but for sure they're. Um, now, in case, because this was such a, a, a show of variety, would you like to give our audience your email address in case they have any questions about what you said today?
1: Absolutely. Uh, my email is pet Valdez, 56 at gmail.com, Fred and that's spelled with an S, not a Z, the number 56, at gmail.com.
0: That's wonderful, and thank you very much. It was a great call, and would like to wish you a wonderful rest of the week and our audience, and we will see you again. This week we had changed the show to Thursdays, but we normally do it on Wednesdays, so we'll send you a notification. And you have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Okay.